you know, every time I need to say the name of the book, I've got to think very carefully <laughs> if I'm saying it correctly. So, so what does Buddha Fernikas mean? I asked you this question. Yeah. It, what is it? It's exactly what it. Well, in English, um, it's uh, the, it's Afrikaans conman. Okay, uh, so Fernika is a conman. Fernika is a conman. Boer is uh, normally ascribed to uh, someone that's Afrikaans. Mm, or so a farmer. A boerenverneker is then an Afrikaans conman. But I must just tell you this. Um, it it wasn't initially. Uh, initially, the term was so a little bit of a racist term in the early days. It was ascribed to Jewish um, salesmen mm-hmm. that uh, went around with their wagons full of uh, um, things to sell. And uh, normally it was to the Afrikaans boere of uh, of that time. Mm. And uh, some of them, it was be- very hard times, um, so some of them had to do some little tricks uh, to get their things sold and to get the most money out of every every, every transaction they made. Um, so they became known as boerenverneekers. Okay. Uh, normally it was uh, Jewish people, um, so uh, in, the long, uh, in the long run, it, it became, became a term ascribed to Jewish people. And just by the way, for the listeners' sake, oh, by th- I'm, I'm sure some of you might have seen I posted uh, um, a tweet of uh, us wrapping up the Kruger National Park uh, outside broadcast, and we were with Isaac there. And that's where I got to learn a little bit more of the book and tried to read the book around the campfire. <laughs> <laughs> I, after the first sentence, it was game over. I even I tried to get Fricky to translate, but even he was um, struggling a bit. So tell us exactly, because it sounded very fascinating. So you're looking at... Um, uh, what fourteen con men is it, and why these particular ones? Well, it's a, it was a process of sifting through it. Um, what happened is, uh, just to tell you the background of of, of the becoming of the book, uh, is that I was doing a story on a guy named Harry Chakala. Mm. He he's a businessman here in Johannesburg that was in and out of jail. Uh, nearly 400 times. In short, what happened is that he had a contract with SARS in 2003 to scan their uh, documents, their income uh, statements and all that stuff he had to scan. And then he heard in a news bulletin over radio, he heard that his contract was cancelled and it was given to an Indian company. Um, and then he went to cross swords. That is according to uh, the documents that he's serving in uh, in court at the moment. Mm. So I'm not making this up. So he went to cross swords with uh, Praveen Gordon, who was the commissioner of uh, revenue at that stage. And uh, according to the court documents, he asked him, Mr. Gordon, what happened here? Why is my contract cancelled? And since that day, he was chased by the police and he was uh, taken to uh, to jail. He was taken to court uh, numerous times. And then uh, my publisher, Melt Mayberg, heard the story on uh, Monitor on Spectrum uh, when we broadcast it. He phoned me and says, Isaac, I want the story. I want to write a book about it. I said to him, yes, you can, but I want to write the book. Hmm. He says, yes, you can. So and let me understand. This. So why was he in jail 400 times? What what had he done? Was it because 
over this debacle of uh, the cancelling of his contract? It, 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 it's, all, it's all got to do with the cancelling of his contract. But what happened then is that, is that um, Melt phoned me and he said to me, okay, you can write the book. And when he said that I must write the book in English, I said no, because as every listener now can hear, I speak very poor English and I'm really not able to write the book We can hear you very, and very then he clearly. To, then he said to me, but no, don't worry, we've got a book for you. Uh-huh. So they had this idea on the shelf for quite a few years already. They offered it to other writers. They weren't able to do it. And here uh, was the book offered to me. And then what I had to do is I had only three months wow. to finish this book. So what I had to do is go in three months, go and sift through. Uh, I, I really had to go and search for what is a burefernierka. Hmm. And you just, it's not a question of just finding. So, so it. did you find these comments? That's what I'm trying to understand. What was special about these particular comments that made it to your book, into your hall what, of fame? What Penguin wanted was uh, nice stories. Uh, stories about uh, people that are notorious, but it's good still, people. It, it, there's still something good about it. Mm. And the one story that stands out in everyone's mind is uh, Adrian Nivot. A lot of listeners uh, of a certain age will remember Adrian Nivot in the early 90s when he conned the whole country with a rotten milk scheme. So I started searching for Adrian Nivot and in uh, searching for him, all the other characters. Mm. So for those who haven't heard of Adrian Nivard, what did he do? What was his claim to fame exactly? What he was doing is he claimed that he can make a beauty lotion of uh, rotten milk uh, using uh, rotten milk Mm. as the substance for this beauty lotion. So everyone in this country was sort of... um, Having, they had glasses and glasses and glasses of rotten milk in their garages, in their outside rooms. They didn't, they even, <laughs> those times they still had people working in their houses uh, that could stay in because they had a room. They even used that, so no one stayed in anymore. Um, so it was the smell of rotten milk all over. When you get to someone's house, you can just smell this rotten milk. But, of course, what happened is it, 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 this uh, substance wasn't able to become a beauty lotion. So what Adrian did is he uh, took in uh, the stuff that he got from mm-hmm. the people, um, remixed it, sent it to the new people, so it became a pyramid scheme. Okay, all right. Uh, everyone else is paying for the next person. I'm still curious about the first guy you spoke about, the. So what did he do that he was chased in and out of prison? So uh, was it because he tries to, yeah, did he defraud <laughs> SARS? What, what was yeah, the that's story? A, that's a bit of a longer story. That's not, uh, that's not part of the book mm. at the moment. But, yeah, he was, um, uh, it was a question of him crossing the uh, authorities. Okay. okay. So hopefully you're going to write a book about that. But he was just the start of the book. Hopefully you're going to write a book about that. I'm so, still yes. fascinated about that. So uh, maybe uh, very quickly, Isaac, who else makes it into the book? Um, in short, what did they do? So uh, some of the other characters that are very interesting, is, and, and that is why I decided on them being in the book, is they must have an interesting story because mm. you get a lot of conmen, but they are brutal and, and ruthless. Mm. Um, the, the ones that are in this book, Bura Fenekers, are people that has got an interesting uh, 
colorful story. The other one is uh, Javan Libba. Mm. Um, lots of people will be able to remember him as well from the early 90s. He um, developed a pain machine. He took the world by storm. He won prizes. Um, everybody was believing him. He even got uh, an honorary, honorary doctorate um, from some university for this without it ever being scientifically tested. Wow. And he was caught out when he tried to sell the world a malaria watch um, in the early 2000s. Uh, a journalist by the name of L.C.B. Brits of the Burger hmm. uh, caught him out and said, ah, oh, but maybe we must ask a few questions, which no other journalist would, was doing. So L.C.B. caught him out and the, the whole scam since the pain machine that made him rich and the malaria uh, monitor um, was all fake, and uh, the whole world believed it. Isaka, it's such a pity. I would love to talk to you some more. Very quickly, how can people, by the way, this book is written in Afrikaans. As I said, I tried to read it, uh, but I'm sure there are uh, people who can read and write in Afrikaans. We'd love to grab a hold of it. So how do we get hold of it? The book is uh, sold in every bookshop in um, uh, South Africa, exclusive books, and all, all the bookshops, the uh, proper bookshops. You can also go and look for me on Facebook, IZAK, that's how you spell my name, Duplessis. And um, I'm also able to um, supply the book. By the way, for uh, our listeners, uh, we didn't just uh, choose Isaac because he's a colleague. The book has made it to number seven on the bestsellers list in South Africa. So congratulations to you, Isaac. Uh, thank you so much for speaking to us. Uh, Isaac Duplessis is um, a producer and presenter. He's written that book, Bura Farnieka. So you can go and get your copy.